This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Welcome back to the show, Nirvana Sisters family, and welcome to part two with Athena Bari. This week, we go a little bit deeper into her book, Raise Your Vibes, and talk about some of the chapters. We go, we talk a bit about meditation and mantras and some interesting conversation around angels and signs and all sorts of fun stuff. So take a listen to part two and enjoy. There's a couple more things in the book that I want to get to. I think they're so cool and interesting. You So first of all, really quickly, we can just touch on meditation and mantras because that is very much a big part of, of the whole experience, right? Of Do you always do meditation within Reiki? Is it kind of, are you saying mantras while you're, while you're doing Reiki? So I'm not, that's, it's an interesting, um, yeah, that's an interesting kind of way to put it. When I do distance Reiki, just for example, I really do go into this deep, Uh, meditative state. And so does the other person. So a lot of the time they'll even fall asleep because it's so, you know, they really go into it. And then they wake up at the end of the session, like, whoa, what was that? Hmm. So during distance, I'll find I'm much more into in a meditative state. When it's in person, um, you know, obviously, I can't quite just go into meditation because I'm actually using my hands, you know, on the person's body, or just above depending on the area I'm working on. So I don't use um, mantras or, you know, as you would, as you would think of a mantra. Um, We do have Reiki symbols and um, there is, there is a a sound that is affiliated with those that you'll learn, you know, in the master level uh, or even level two in the Japanese lineage. Um, It's usually not taught in Western anymore, but in the Japanese lineage it is. And that's really amazing and powerful. And people kind of think you're funny when you do it, but you know, I mean, I'm past caring what people think when it comes to, to my work. It's like, it's okay. I'm a hippie. It's fine. You know, um, but usually, you know, I don't, I won't use sound or things like that from myself because I don't want to interrupt the flow of the energy that they're receiving. So when I'm doing a session, like they're drawing in energy, um, you don't want to interrupt that flow and cause worry. So, you know, Oh, your throat chakra is out of balance. Let me do this. Let me work here. That whoa, like definitely, definitely not something you want to do. It's not like a massage where like, oh, you're really tight right here. Let me work that out. Gotcha. Not the okay. same kind of thing. Um, you want to keep that energy flowing and open and and not you don't you're not causing blockages yourself. And likewise, when people have a massage, like think about it. You want to relax and just you know allow your body to release, right? And if the massage therapist is there talking to you during your session, it's, it's kind of like counterintuitive, you can't really like relax and let go. So kind of similar in that way. Um, But when people are doing, you know, self Reiki for themselves, it's wonderful to use mantras, it's wonderful to use mudras as well. Um, You know, it just helps. It's like, whatever works for you to help channel in this energy and help you feel at peace, 
that's what you want to keep doing. And in the book, there's so many different options that you can use because everybody's different and you're not going to feel called to do one, one or other, uh, one or another, and maybe your energy is different tomorrow and what you did yesterday didn't work. So, you know, in the book, you have an option to kind of switch that up and say, oh, well today, you know, I feel actually more drawn to use crystals or I feel more drawn to use sound or today I'm going to dabble with the, the violet flame. You know, there's different ways you can, um, you know, work with energy. There's so much, which is so cool. And why kind of writing this book was interesting. It's like, no, but I need to add this. And no, I need to add that. And right. at one point, my editor's like, you got to stop. Like, that's it. They're <laughs> like, that's number two. Right. <laughs> well, that's that's what I wanted to say, because in the book, you have all the mudras and you have different mantras and just all of these different like self-care, self-healing tools. You, actually, one of the mantras that you put in there was really important to me when I first moved here. It was um, Om Mane Padme Hum. I might be saying it wrong, but that's how I say it. <laughs> so I okay. used that. That was my meditation when I first moved here. I needed that compassion towards myself. What and does that mean? It's uh, it, and correct me if I'm wrong or help me, Athena. But I it, it means like compassion to yourself and and to the world and kind of open like letting all of that in to so mm. just kind of go easy on on yourself. Oh, easy. Okay. Yeah. Got is it. that is that right, Athena? Yeah. Yeah. And it's very in line too with like the Reiki principle, you know, be kind to your neighbor and every living thing that includes yourself being kind to yourself. And the, the mantras are in the Sanskrit mantras. These are, these are way old. These are like thousands of years old. And there's a reason that they are still carried with us today because they really are powerful. And in a way you're also, it's sound healing. So you're using your own voice um, to to generate this sound that is so healing, and when you do the mantra, you, that even just the um, you know, you feel um, that vibration um, behind your mouth, behind your lips, and this this is resonating. This is like it's like carrying out throughout your body and through your energetic system. Um, so you know, using mantras are wonderful. I mean, um, some people are really into you know you have to do it 108 times. I think it is right, and you go through mm-hmm. the beads, kind of like a rosemary Hail Mary, right, where they're like holding the beads and going around. And for some people, if that's what works for you, awesome. I mean, I have no judgment. Like it's all about what works for you. Um, I'm just kind of giving you the tools. Like this is what can help. I love that you did that when you were moving up there because that's awesome. Um, you might want to try also the one for new beginnings where you're, um, you know, you're releasing any obstacles in your path and, and open to the blessings that can come your way. These are, you know, you just moved into a new place. So you got to kind of, you know, release the old life, right? So that you yeah. can begin this new chapter without feeling, um, you know, kind of like this, uh, Oh, but I used to do it like this over here. Right. No, it was right. different. And now what? And all these like questions. Well, you know, using that one can help you kind of release that fear, release that. So you're open to all the new and the wonderful that you're going to experience in your new home. And what is that one? Yeah. That's is that in the book too? Well, uh, yes, that one is in the book. And that, you know, let me see. I should have drawn the page, but it's Om Ganapatiye Namaha. So, um, let me see if I can find it. It's kind of a hard one though, Athena. That's very long. long, But I have it broken down in, let's see, I'm going to have to use my own index. What I love about this book is I use it as a reference myself all the time. Yeah, I know. It's so nice of everything. And then you can kind of skim through the areas that you want to focus on or the parts you want to read. 
Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, and like keep I keep this close and I'm always referencing it and, you know, helping others so that they can. I'm like, oh, wait, I know this. I wrote about that. Um, OK, so it's on page 117. That'll OK. Make it okay. And it really it breaks down there how to say it so oh, that you're not nice. kind of tripping over yourself. And when you're first starting, you know, just read it right from the book because it's right. It's right there for you. Right. And yeah. I know at first, it, if you just see it typed, it looks kind of scary. It's kind of intimidating. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's a, that's a long one. Right. But this one is, is really, I had bought like one of these little, there's, there's this company that does mantra beads. And I had bought one of the beads. That was the first one that I bought. And I really felt called to it. And this is, this is even before I started Reiki. This is years and years ago. And I thought, yeah, that sounds new beginnings and removing obstacles. Let's do that. And mm-hmm. I got this, I got this bead and I would work with it and I would say the mantra, repeat the mantra. And oh my goodness, the things that changed after I started working on this, it was almost wow. like I didn't think I was ready for this. Like, wait a minute, wow. wait a minute, what's going on? Back up, back up. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> um, but all the changes that have happened since have been so incredible. So that's a, a really nice mantra to work with. Um, you can also listen to it. You know, I'm, I'm sure if you type it into, you know, iTunes or something like right. this, YouTube, on YouTube, you know, you'll find somebody chanting yeah. this mantra. It is helpful. Yeah, so you could just that. like listen to that while you're doing yoga or something yeah. just to, that's cool. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then you can just start repeating like you're singing along. You know, it's like when you're learning a new language and if anybody here's learned a new language, I, I, I married a Persian man. So I'm always hearing <laughs> other languages and listening to the music of it really helps to formulate the sound for you. Mm-hmm. Likewise, when I was a kid in like, you know, choir, we would sing in, in like Latin and German and all these other things. And I can't speak any of those, but when you're singing it, you know, it's for some reason when you sing that sound, um, that sound healing really comes through with ease. So, yeah, if for, I would say for anybody, if you're struggling to repeat these, um, go look up the music on, you know, YouTube or something and, and do it that way. So, yeah, that's a great tip. That's and you had mentioned cool. mantras and mudras. What's a mudra? Ah, so a mudra, which is also um, from Sanskrit, and um, you'll find um, these a lot. Actually, a lot of people are using that in yoga and in meditation now, but it's okay. just a way of um, how you hold your your hands. So, okay. um, like, you know, there's like a Surya Mudra, which, you know, this is the Surya Mudra, right? Um, and this one works with your thyroid, but it's also great for dietary stuff. It's great for grounding. So when you're holding this one, the idea is the pressure is here on your on your ring finger. And in your hands, we got the pictures going, in your hands, <laughs> you have connection to the meridians in your body. So this is kind of the, the thought behind it. You have these meridians, which are really um, like energy roadways, let's say, you know, within okay. your body, um, like a roadmap. And when you place that focus there during your meditation, you are also sending that energy, you know, down your meridians through your body. And it's really helpful for, for healing, for giving yourself confidence. There's, 
there are so many that you can work with. There's some in the book as well um, that help with like confidence or just coming into your own. And when you hold these, and it doesn't have to be, you know, super strict and tight, let your fingers like relax, but keep the focus, the pressure on, on wherever you're touching your thumb to, or your, everybody's probably seen this one, right? So when you're doing this, the, the focus is on the pressure here at your fingers. And then as you meditate, and let's say you get all these self-defeating thoughts that start to come in, or I have an itch, or I have move, or what was that sound? All these different things that the brain is like trying to say, no, you can't be calm and meditate. So you just return your focus back to where that pressure is. And suddenly your mind and all those thoughts, all those negative Nancy's in there, stop because your focus is here. And likewise, you know, if you're working with your breath, you know, you'll return to that sensation of breathing because your focus is on the breath. And that's, that's what they use in um, mindfulness meditation is mm -hmm. the breath. But there's lots of different ways to meditate. And, and a lot of people struggle with it. I mean, I know I did before um, when somebody was like, oh, you got to meditate. I'm like, oh. I can't sit there like you guys are crazy. Like, how do you do that? Um, like five minutes, like two minutes in and I'm like, oh, okay, I got to move. I'm itching. I can't, you know, right. you're unsettled, right? And then, and then I took this wonderful class through UCLA for mindfulness and it really changed everything. I mean, I had started it, you know, for not even for myself. I was going in with my husband. We had just moved to our own house and super stressed, lots of anger. And I was just like, all right, we got to, we got to tone this down and let's go to a meditation class. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to do like thing, you know, anger management or therapy. It wasn't kind of that situation. So I thought, let's do mindfulness. I'll be more into that. And it ended up being such a blessing for me. And then I took my kids and I was like, okay, come on guys, you, you need to do this too. Especially That's like amazing. kids that are coming into their teens. They have so much angst, so much worry, so much, um, you know, hormonal changes, emotions that are just, you know, all over the place and teaching them to meditate has been such a gift because now they have a resource that they can turn to, to just ooh, pause, like bring all that down. And, and this really helps them. I, you know, I, I expect and hope that it will help them if they return to this throughout their lives, you know, when they, yeah. life is going to throw you curveballs. It's going to throw you stress. It's going to throw you situations that yes, we're meant to grow and learn from, but that doesn't make them easy, right? It doesn't mean that it's easy. So giving them tools right. to just bring it down, you know, have some clarity, do some Reiki on yourself, love on yourself a little bit. And then you can kind of face the challenges that life is throwing you with like a cool head and a little more clarity and you know, I mean, isn't that a gift just on its own, right? <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my latest is, is teaching kids. I'm, I love, I love children. I love working with kids and yeah. um, they've suffered so much during this pandemic, not having school, being in zoom. I mean, I've seen it everywhere. I have three kids, so I have a wide age range, age range mm -hmm. of, of kids that I can see how each you know, age group is, is really affected by this. And so I thought, you know what, why do we have to wait till we're grown up and we already have trauma to, you know, heal right. ourselves? Why can't we give them tools before life kicks their butt, right? Let's, <laughs> let's show them some of these things before life is too hard. And then hopefully, you know, using them and applying them, their life will just be like that little bit 
less stressful, a little bit less traumatic, you know, can't save them from everything. How do you get get the kids to be interested in it? Because I have two boys, 14 and 12, and I try to like do breathing and different things with them, but they're very, you know, they roll their eyes. I mean, I'm thinking maybe it's sinking in somewhere, but like, how do you get kids to be open to it and not think it's silly or, you know? Well, who cares if they think it's silly? That's fine. Like, you know what? Like, right. it. right. It's fine. All right. So I think it's like my kids call me a hippie mom. Oh, mom, you're such a hippie mom. I mean, I get this all the time and I just laugh. Right. Like, yep, I'm a hippie. Um, no, I have 15 and 13 and seven. And, wow. you know, part of it is being that example, showing them, right. you know, um, it's the same with like rituals and, and, um, for our partners out there that think we're like being, you know, doing like my husband used to say, what is this hoodoo voodoo stuff you're doing? Right. Um, we've been married a long time. We're like at 20 years now. So he's seen me <laughs> go through all kinds of growth and change. And, you know, in the beginning it's like, what? and kids are the same, you know, it's like, what? Right. it's like this kind of, um, you know, they're, they're skeptical and, you know, they want to be on their phones or be with their friends and, but, you know, kind of watching mom or watching dad, um, you know, sit down and do some of these things. And then when they show any, any, like the slightest bit of curiosity, you know, rather than like pouncing, like, oh yeah, here, this is how you do it. And it's all like this, just here, why don't you try it? Mm -hmm. You know, just hand it to the tool. Like, oh, it's cool. Right here. Try here. Take a all right, yeah, this is my crystal. Here, try it. You know, here's here's one. Yeah. And just, you know, and they look at it and kind of like, oh, okay, all right, cool, mom. But it plants a seed, you know, it begins yeah. that that process. Because my boys um, both have crystals in their rooms. I gave it to them and they thought it was really cool, actually. And they both have like one house by the window, one by the nightstand. So I guess it is sinking in. But yeah. It is that's, totally that's a good reminder. Loves like, crystals. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Kids love crystals. Like my son comes and asks my 13 year old, he'll come, Mom, I can't sleep. Can I have an amethyst? Oh, yeah. that's great. That's amazing. It's, so cool. <laughs> you know, it's like you have that. these proud mommy moments when, and they're really, children are so actually open and receptive to it. Um, if we just give them kind of the environment where they don't feel pressured or, you know, like we're just dominating them with more rules, right? Because right, nobody likes right. rules when you're 15. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to listen to you. But if it's kind of a gentle kind of thing, like I ordered some sound healing equipment and the first thing I brought it out, my kids all came out, let's see. And I let them take them, play with them, use them. Like, yeah, yeah do it. Great. Cool. Isn't that fun? Oh, look. And if you do it like this, it makes this sound. And, you know, suddenly mm-hmm. like, ooh, I want to do that. So it's it's kind of, you know, leading by example. But then it's also just being open to letting them, you know, take it at their own time. And, you know, the, the course, the workshop I'm doing, you know, it's four weeks. I keep it short because, you know, the attention span, like, I'm not trying to drag them through like a whole thing. I'm just trying to like, yeah. you know, plant that seed, help them see, look, try this, try this, see how this is. And look, doesn't that feel good? Cool. Now you do it. You know, I mean, it's kind of like um, that kind of approach. And then that way they're just a little bit more receptive. And, you know, if they think I'm crazy and a hippie, that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think they should do it required at schools. Like they should some open, open and close. Yeah schools doing something like that. One of my kids' schools did that, and I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Before we get into our wrap session, there's one little topic that I want to just hit really fast because it fascinates me, and I think Amy as well. And it's in your book. It's Angels and Signs. And 
how much of that is about being in tune, like with your third eye and everything and, and having that pathway clear? I find I have always been very intuitive. Um, my, my I have crazy stories in my family, like my mom and my grandmother and, you know, have like seen signs and spirit and heard spirit and everything. So how much of that do you feel is related to your third eye chakra? Well, your your third eye definitely helps you to be open to divine, you know, clear sight um, and open to things that are not of this physical plane, I guess is what you'd say. Um, and then as well as your crown chakra being, you know, open to divine knowledge and guidance. So I, these two work really well together. Anytime you're working with, you know, spirit, universe, angels, um, it's kind of just, it's having that clear, open sight that is beyond our physical plane. I, I know that mm-hmm. sounds very hippie, but, you know, we, we do have like, you know, these planes where you have, um, just think of it like your body. You have a, an emotional body, a physical body, and then you have a spiritual body, right? So it's kind of the same thing with our universe. You know, we have these different planes. There's a spiritual level to it. There's some people will call it, there's different names, you know, 5D, 3D. Um, you know, you'll hear it in terms of that. You'll hear it like, you know, heaven and you know, earth. You'll hear different ways that people have tried to explain this, that man, has, women, humankind has tried to explain what these different levels are, these different planes of consciousness or of beings. And having that open third eye is really important. But I always say, like I said earlier, you always also want to make sure you have that strong root chakra because then you are free to explore and, and safely without just kind of losing it, right? I mean, we've seen a lot of people, especially when people are using plant medicine, um, and I have awesome, great. I have no, you know, anything against it. But what I do see is that people that are go on these, you know, trips, we'll say, or hallucinogenics, um, they, they have a hard time coming back to like real life, right? It's kind of like, they're so far out there. Um, they, it's, it's really hard to adjust back to like normal everyday life. So when you have that strong root chakra, you're really free to explore. It's like having your anchor, right? And how is that connected with angels? Well, I also have have had this amazing connection with angels since I was a kid. Didn't really know what it was until I was much older. Just thought I was maybe weird, right? <laughs> um, like, what? Don't you see people too? Like, what? Right. You don't? Know. <laughs> you maybe maybe I shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, what you grow up thinking is normal as a kid, then you talk to people like it's because it's your normal and you realize, oh, this, that doesn't happen for you too. Okay, cool. Well, just like, you know, quiet here. But for everybody, they, I think everybody has the potential and the power to open up to, to the divine or to, you know, angels. I mean, we all have angels. We all have our, or our spirit guides. Some people like to call it doesn't matter what term you're using, but we all have these guardian angels around us that are right there. Like they're, they're right there. Like they're bored. Give them something to do. They want to help you. They want to guide you, you know, just start talking to them. I know it feels a little weird at first, but start talking to them. So asking for signs is the, is the easiest way to start um, communicating if you haven't before. And, you know, you don't even, in terms of chakras, I don't know that you even need to, to open those. I think that will just, your third eye will start to open 
as you practice this, because you're suddenly going to become more aware of things outside of, you know, the physical um, present life here on earth in your house, right? So ask for a sign. And then suddenly what happens so often is people start seeing numbers, you know, uh, sequences like so 111, 222-333. This week was crazy. Oh, and a wonderful nirvana that I'm just thinking was all the angel numbers that I had coming forward this week. It was nuts. It was like every time I looked at the clock, every time I looked at a receipt, when I went to fill up my gas, when it was, it was crazy. Like the number of messages, the number of emails, like suddenly everything was an angel number. And I was like, wow, like I'm on it this week. What's going on? (laughs) Like, okay, angels, I'm listening. I'm listening, you know, like, tell me, tell me, what do I need to know? And then just allowing yourself to be open to receive the message. And, you know, a lot of the time we'll question like, wait, was that right? And when you're questioning, that's another time that you can ask for a sign. Like, okay, I'm questioning this. Am I crazy? Angels, you know, give me a sign. Um, show, you know, throw a penny my way if uh, if I'm not make, if this is not like made up. Like if, if it's all in my head, you know, put a dime out there. If it's not, give me a penny. And I swear, you know, like within like later that day or the next day, suddenly you're going to see pennies or you'll see dimes and you're like, Whoa, okay. Yeah, right. My my mom uh, used to think- always say to me, she would say, you know, when you're in your car or you're crossing the street and it's clear and you're looking one way and then something just tells you, hold on a second, look the other way really quickly. She she's she and then a car's coming that's about to hit you. She's always said, like, those are your angels. They're they're like mm-hmm. tapping on your shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, reminding you just to be extra yeah. safe. And, I love yeah. your mom. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to mom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Shout it's really the, the whole thing kind of blows my mind. Yeah. We could do a whole show. We just really, on that and we should. I think it's, we should. Yeah. I think it's so interesting. And with all the signs. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have you back to talk about that because that's, that's a whole, that is a whole episode. <laughs> Absolutely. That's you're like that little whisper or that stranger that came by and randomly said some message that resonated with you and you're like, wait, what? Where did that come from? A lot of the times you'll get these messages, you'll or you'll even you'll overhear a conversation or, you know, a song will come on the radio with a specific lyric that applies to whatever you were just asking a moment ago. It's really amazing. There's no limits to like how they communicate. I was just, I was just showing Katie and her girls a picture last night of a pancake I made a couple weeks ago. And I took a picture of it because it had a heart outline inside of it, like very overt. And I was like, I wonder what that means. And I had just gotten, we just got a new puppy. Like, I think it was like earlier that week or something. So to me, it meant love in our home or something and it's all good. So yeah, it was unbelievable. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. See, and it pops up and like, you know, even in our food, it'll pop up. So yeah, right. I mean, it was the most and, random. And, and this never happened I, before. I just happened to look down and I was like, oh my God, look at this. And I had to take a picture. And it usually is something like that where it's random because it pops out at you. You know, if it was just something normal, it wouldn't pop, but something like that where you actually went and got your phone and took a picture of the pancakes, yes. like clearly that struck you. So signs yeah. are like that too. It's like, they really strike you. You're like, Whoa, wait a minute. You know, like, you know, why am I seeing one, one, one all day long? Like this is, you know, it's not, it's not a coincidence, you know, it's right. your angels reaching out and trying to get, deliver a message for you. And yes, sometimes it's hard to kind of decipher, but that's as you start communicating with them more, 
um, you can start asking for clarity, you know, asking for signs to help you gain clarity. And then the, I guess the more experienced or the more comfortable is really you become with receiving this information, the clearer it becomes for you. And you actually start to, you, I mean, the way I have my intuitive guess is I have like this sense of knowing and then I'll see it. So it's mm. like, like almost like I know it, like I'm hearing somebody talk in my head, but it, I don't like, I'm not, it's not like a sound, but like you hear right. it, like, it, like a voice in your head kind of thing. I know that. It's like, yeah, right. Head. I thought but it, no, really but like is, the thought that comes into your brain. That's very like, like random. Thought comes right? in your brain. Yeah. Just like when a thought comes into your brain, when you're trying to meditate, for example, right? You're trying to meditate and that thought comes in, you're like, oh my God, get out of here. Um, but with angel messages and connecting with angels, it's a similar thing. You'll hear this like thought, but it's not your own thought. You know, that's what's different. It's, it's not, it's not coming from you, but you hear it or you feel it or you know it. And it's like, whoa, you know, where did that come from? And then it's like, you know, those are your angels. So just when the signs do come, you know, manners matter. Always use, you know, just take a moment for gratitude. Like angels, thank you for, thank you for sending me that sign. You know, I really needed that today or, you know, whatever. Just, just take a moment of thanks because they love that too. And then they feel, you know, appreciated and loved and honored and validated, you know, that they're able to communicate with you. So always important to keep gratitude a, a central part of, of any ritual, any practice, um, anything that you're doing moving forward. Cause that really raises your vibration and and everybody loves to work with someone who's, you know, has gratitude because that's, you know, that's a blessing. That's someone you want to be around. Absolutely. right? So yeah. same thing with your angels, you know, be nice, say thanks. That's a very good, <laughs> we'll come back a very more. good reminder. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's a great tip. Well, Athena, thank you so much. This has been yeah. illuminating and very, very fun. So we, we want to get into our wrap session with you because, you know, we have some fun questions we have to ask you outside of all of this great stuff. So, what is Wait. your favorite wellness or beauty hack? Wellness beauty hack. Oh yes, this was on your list of stuff. So when I've got five minutes and I gotta get out the door, um, beauty will be um, you know mascara and red lips because you oh. know I don't have time for anything else. Boom, I'm out the door and I still look kind of put together. Sometimes I'll throw on a hat, <laughs> depending. Um, <laughs> I will always grab one of my crystals. So it would be, um, you know, either a bracelet um, or a necklace. Um, sometimes I'll grab like, well, this one's kind of big to show you. Let's see if I have a little one. So I'll have like a little crystal. I love to grab like a little crystal on the way out the door and just tuck it into my bra. Like just oh, yeah, nice. remember. It's yeah, but take it just... I know it's like my husband's like, what are you putting rocks in your bras now? Like what's going on? <laughs> but it's, you know, it keeps that beautiful energy close to you. I, I happen to grab a rose quartz, but which is great. That energy of love, you know, keep that, tuck that into your bra. Hematite is great. Uh, keep yourself grounded. If you need some protection, you know, grab a, a, a protection stone. If you feel like you're going into an interview and you need that, like, boost of confidence, you know, grab a little citrine, just stick it in your bra. It's kind of like a little secret hack, you know, your little secret stash yeah, that you have there I to empower yourself, you know, moving forward. So that's my, that's, that's my, one. my best and favorite, I think, is the, the little crystal ditties in the pockets. Yeah, love that's that. great. Love and it. we probably know this answer, but how do you maintain your daily nirvana? What's the one thing you do every day to keep you peaceful <sighs> yes. and joyful? My daily nirvana is my gratitude practice. Hundred mm. uh, percent. My the difference in my days is so drastic when I forget to do this. So first thing in the morning, I wake up and I just list off before I do anything, before I check the phone, before I go to the bathroom, before I even get pull off the covers. 
open my eyes and just take a moment, three to five things that I'm grateful for. And this just starts my day on a positive, shifts my energy into a positive. So no matter what comes towards me that day, I am starting from such a high place that it's, you know, it keeps you elevated and keeps you happier. Um, We can't always be happy. There's going to be days that are just wretched. But when you start, you know, from a place of gratitude, um, everything is a lot easier to bear during your day. And the days I forget, I I notice a huge shift. I'm not able to handle things as well. So gratitude, gratitude, gratitude practice. It's so, so important. Um, I highly recommend everybody just try it for a week. Yeah, um, and it's so little effort. It's it's nothing, right? It takes exactly a second. So yeah. absolutely. All right. Well, well, we are going to close out. We're going to have Katie do our mantra for us. But just wanted to thank you so much, Athena, for being on the show. Well, we're definitely going to have you back. There's so many topics to discuss. I mean, it's just like my mind is definitely blown <laughs> after this. But uh, really quickly, before Katie does her mantra, how do people find you? Instagram. I okay. remember. Yes, I am on Instagram. Um, I have kind of a large following there on Instagram. I am on YouTube. Uh, it's also Crystal Reiki Healer is the name across everywhere. So okay. crystalreikihealer.com, Crystal Reiki Healer on YouTube, Crystal Reiki Healer on Instagram. It's actually Crystal Reiki Healer 1 on Facebook. I couldn't snag that one. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, that's that's where we'll find me. And then coming soon, I haven't told anyone yet. So this is fun. Ooh, I'm getting yes. my own the Crystal Reiki show, which is going to launch. Oh, wow. um, so oh um, I'm excited. And uh, that will also be Crystal Reiki healer <laughs> and the Crystal Reiki that show. Launch? Well, just think Crystal Reiki and, you know, you should be able to find me, but otherwise Athena Barry, B-A-H-R-I. And, awesome. um, you know, you'll find, you'll, you'll find me there. I, I'm, I try to keep as open as I can. So I'm not hard to find if anybody if anybody needs me, I am here for your highest good. Thank Amazing. you so much. Where, I loved having you on the show. Where and when is the show launching? The, do you, can you tell us that yet? I uh, I have not set a launch date yet. I don't know what my launch date is going to be. I'm hoping for next month, but you know, with all the pre-production stuff, maybe January. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'll keep you posted. We'll see what happens. Congratulations. Come on, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. Right. We would love to. We'd be honored. (laughs) Well, your book, "Raise Your Vibes: Energy Self Healing for Everyone" by Athena Bari. I could not recommend it more. It's really a a gorgeous, like self healing, self love tool. And so, thank you. So, thank you for being here. So, let's. This mantra made me think of you because of your your gratitude practice. How much it's just a common theme, I think, in your life and. Um, so it is a negative mind will never give you a positive life. And I think that without gratitude, we can tend to lean towards negativity. So it just kind of um, supports that. So absolutely. So, yeah. So thank you, Athena. Thank you for I being here. That. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm, I'm grateful to share with you and your community. And I'm so happy you love the book. So this has been such a blessing. So grateful for you. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye. Bye.